Happy 2020, everybody. Uh, this is Tanner from TamemanBaseballFan.com. I don't think that I have uh, podcasted since last year, since last decade. <laughs> I am like the king of dad jokes, by the way, so uh, you have to forgive me. But anyway, uh, yeah, like I cannot believe it is 2020. I can't believe it's a new year and new decade. And uh, uh, you know, it feels good to uh, have a fresh start and you know, start up with our uh, New Year's resolutions. I've got a challenge out there for everybody out there that's listening. Um, you know, instead of uh, worrying a whole lot about getting back into the gym and uh, you know, eating right and doing this, that, and the other, uh, I have a challenge for you. Uh, instead, be kind to everybody and be a blessing to as many people as you can be. I think. Uh, those would uh, far outweigh, uh, as ter in terms of uh, importance, anything else that uh, we can uh, consider doing. So, anyways, with all that said, uh, I came across this interesting uh, uh, article earlier today, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I don't know if this is going to be like a, a four-minute podcast. I don't know if this is going to be a forty-minute podcast, but I found it interesting. Uh, and it's all about like how strange time is. And so, uh, if you remember, if you're like a, uh, child of the seventies or eighties, you probably watched, uh, the wonder years or shoot, even if you're, you know, from the forties and fifties, I'm sure you probably at some point watched at least a couple episodes of the wonder years, uh, you know, Fred Savage and, you know, I don't know her real name, but Winnie, we all had, a crush on Winnie at some point, I'm sure. Uh, but man, great show. And it was like a show that uh, took place. The setting was like from 1968 to 1973, I believe. So I remember watching the show and, you know, in the 80s and just watching it going, man, this is so old. <laughs> this seems so old. Like this seems like foreign. And uh, thinking about like, man, this is like how around the time when my mom and dad were growing up and, uh, you know, it just was, I think they did a good job. And, uh, but I just remember how ancient and foreign it seemed. So, I uh, found out today that, uh, you know, if the Wonder Years uh, took place, uh, if the Wonder Years were on air right now and took place in, uh, you know, so many years ago uh, from this point in time as it did back when it aired in the 80s, the show would be about life from 2000 to 2005. That blows me away. Like, what the heck is going on here, guys? Like... <laughs> That is nuts. I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I can't wrap my head around that where, like, we would probably be watching, uh, you know, kids on this, like, uh, or, or better yet, think of it this way. There'd be kids that would be watching that show, the Wonder Years 2020 edition, right? And they would probably be thinking, man, look how old it is. Like, they, uh, you know, and they're, they're watching these kids, like, uh, with their phones and they're not like, uh, smartphones you know they're they're instead flip phones oh that's crazy look how old it is and you know maybe they're uh playing the original xbox 
<laughs> I mean, it's just insane. Like, to me, 2000 was not long ago at all. Like, I was, uh, I was already an adult, and I guess that's probably where I'm getting kind of, kind of tripped up with this whole thing. Is I already was an adult uh, in 2000, and here I am, 2020, going, what? That was not 20 years ago. So, uh, anyways, a buddy of mine, uh, Mark, and I, and I'll tell you about Mark real quick. Uh, he, uh, he actually was the, uh, the start of, uh, he, he started a website called CansecoNet.com. And guys, this is like from the nineties. Okay. So, uh, I remember as a teenager, uh, right when we first had the internet and everything, uh, I remember uh, finding his website and going, oh man, this is so cool. This fan of Jose Canseco has actually built a web page on the internet <laughs> about his favorite baseball player. And, uh, you know, it was fun because all of us other fans that didn't know how to do web pages, uh, you know, reaped the benefits of being able to see uh, this ungodly, like, uh, checklist that had like a couple thousand cards and items of Canseco, as well as like this incredible photo gallery and this, that, and the other. And, uh, it was so fun logging on to CansecoNet.com back then and just seeing updates and looking at the pictures that were never seen anywhere else really, uh, you know, that were not too uh, readily available. Because remember, guys, this is the 90s, okay? So it's not like uh, nowadays where you can do a Google image search and come up with thousands of pictures, you know? So his website was really like a hub and it's still up now, by the way. So you want to take a look at that. It's CansecoNet.com. And uh, so cool uh, to see a glimpse on this. So he actually did some sort of a contest that said like guess the number of home runs that Jose will hit in 1998 and uh you know remember this is like you know 20 uh he probably put that up like 23 years ago so if you log on there and you look at the list you'll see a 17-year-old Tanner <laughs> wrote and made a guess. I don't think I came close to the uh, to the total, but uh, it's fun to see that. It really is fun to see that. I love it. And uh, I'm so happy that Mark kept that up. Uh, so anyways, years later, I don't remember how exactly we came in contact with each other because, like, I didn't, you know, hear from him ever. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even think I tried to reach out to him. I just was, you know, so excited that this guy who, by the way, also, uh, you know, had met Jose and, you know, went apparently all, all over the place to, uh, you know, watch him play in various stadiums and stuff. And I always thought that was really, really cool. So, uh, fast forward to, oh, I don't know, 2015 or 2016, something like that. Uh, which, by the way, y'all, I still can't imagine. Like that was even that was like four or five years ago. <laughs> um, we uh, get in touch with each other, and uh, we connect through Facebook Messenger. And uh, you know, sure enough, like 
uh, it was fun. I was, uh, you know, my super collection was in full swing. I had uh, gone to Kenseiko's house and was on the cover of Beckett with him and everything. And uh, so uh, I was able to show him that. And it was so funny just hearing him uh, going like, oh, my gosh, this is insane. I've never seen a collection like this. Oh, your story's amazing. He goes to my website and gets lost in all of the content. And it was so fun to hear uh, how astounded he was by my collection and by my writing and custom work from my own website. And the thing that made it the most fun was that that was me toward him like uh, you know, 20 plus years prior. <laughs> so here we are <laughs> with the tables being uh, turned, uh, so to speak. And so I ended up uh, selling, obviously, as you know, like the majority of my collection. One of those uh, pieces, by the way, was a uh, game used batting practice jersey for the Rangers. And uh, so I was able to ID this jersey by a picture from none other than Mark's website, kinseikonet.com and so I go over and I'm like holy cow this is amazing I can't believe that this is the same jersey he's wearing so cool so cool so cool so cool and uh so uh Mark reaches out and he says he'd like to buy it and so it's kind of fun to know that my jersey that I had which by the way had uh some like oversized prescription strength ibuprofen in the pockets, which uh, allegedly was used for uh, to allow for steroids to enter the bloodstream faster, which is kind of cool. I actually have those still. Um, but Mark, uh, you know, bought that jersey. It's fun to think that I used his website to ID my jersey, and now Mark has that jersey. So, kind of a fun little, uh, you know, circle of. Uh, uh, completion I guess so that's pretty cool uh so anyways uh yeah we've uh, we've known each other for uh several years now and uh you know we only really talk through Facebook but <clears throat> but it's uh, been good getting to know him and you know befriending him uh online at least and so we always get to see each other's posts daily uh so pretty cool stuff and uh all the think like that this website uh that he put up uh you know what uh back in 1997 i mean that's that's insane to me like uh 23 years ago i think he might have put it up before that even but uh it, it's it's crazy to think that it was that long ago and so i'm even going to go oh yeah that's that's why i even started on this uh topic of mark is because mark and i were talking uh this morning and he said, uh, he said, yeah, imagine, he's like, it's crazy. Like, it's the same amount of time uh, from one certain card to another as far as Kinseiko goes. I don't really I don't remember what he said it was. But ultimately what I did was I did a graphic that was absolutely inspired by what Mark said. And uh, I think Mark actually was the one that uh, directed me to the link about the Wonder Years. Uh, but anyways, there's a, uh, I put this on Twitter and Facebook and everything that, uh, it's 34 years between 
the time that the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle was, was produced and the 1986 Donruss Ray rookie Jose Canseco was produced. Guess what? It's also 34 years from the time that the Jose Canseco Ray rookie was produced and now. <laughs> I am just floored by this. Like, uh, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it, guys. Like, it's, it's so, so crazy because when I was younger, uh, obviously the, the A6 Donner's Canseco was like the card to have, but like the 52 Top Smell was the card to have, uh, obviously. And, uh, you know, but the thing was, is like 1952 back then was ancient. Like it might as well have been a, a T206. Like it was just, it seemed so stinking old. And now, like, you know, back then it was uh, 34 years old. And now I guess it's, uh, you can double that, I guess it's 68 years old. Ah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's nutty to me to think that as I am walking the streets here at night doing this podcast in January 2nd, 2020, uh, that... Uh, the 86 Donruss Jose Canseco Raider rookie card is just as old to me now as the 52 Topps Mantle was old to me back when the Canseco came out. Now, you know, a little disclaimer, I actually wasn't collecting an 86. Okay, I get that. But uh, I was collecting an 89. And it was only a few years later. Uh, still blows me away at how fast time goes. And I guess it kind of uh, does nothing other than uh, strengthen my resolve to uh, make this hobby meaningful and enjoyable and to cut out anything else uh, extraneous outside of those two things. So if, uh, if there are things in this hobby that are causing stress, you know, number one, those need to be, something needs to happen where that stress doesn't happen. Uh, whether it's other collectors or, you know, anything. Like I've, I've run into some pretty unpleasant people uh, over, my, uh, <laughs> over my collecting quote unquote career, which is really unfortunate. Some people are very pushy, backstabby, very, uh, bullyish and you know, I don't put up with any of that myself and I recommend that you don't either but because uh, like I said there's uh, there's no time for that life is too short if you're in this for uh, for a hobby um, like I said let's go back to what I said at the beginning be kind to everybody be a blessing to as many people as you can be uh, but you know <laughs> at the same time uh, you know don't worry about being around the people that are unpleasant. There's no reason uh, that you should be around people that are causing you pain, uh, especially like in this hobby. Uh, for you know that you're that you should like completely just be able to enjoy. And uh, I've run into some people on uh, some of the forums and. Twitter and stuff and uh, 
there are generally, like genuinely some very unpleasant people out there, which is unfortunate, okay? It really is. But it's my, uh, my experience that a lot of the times these people are being just uh, unnecessarily rude or, uh, or whatever. It's, uh, it just means that they've got a you know, crappy life, <laughs> you know, or uh, you know, they're just miserable human beings. And it really is something that like uh, is to be pitied, uh, you know, because like you, you imagine how much effort it would take for somebody to go out of their way and say something nasty to somebody else. I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing to me. I never can never put my head around that. Why, if you don't like somebody, if you why you would want to waste even a second on that person. Uh, to express your displeasure with them or whatever, but each his own, I guess. But anyway, so because this is a hobby, it's to be enjoyed. Uh, yeah, kick him to the curb, block him, you know, ignore him. Uh, do whatever. Think that like on forums they have an ignore option, so you click that on uh, Facebook or Twitter. You know, you have a block feature. There's no reason not to, and. Uh, Especially if they're uh, being a jerk to you, they're, uh, you know, there's, uh, they deserve being blocked. And uh, thankfully, I haven't really had to block that many people. I have a few, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's okay though. And so, uh, you know, the same thing goes as far as, uh, you know, speaking of strengthening my resolve uh, for collecting uh, to be enjoyable. It's also, like I said, the last couple weeks, um, it's just really kind of focusing in and zeroing in on cards that uh, absolutely mean something to me that are cards that bring a smile to my face when I look at them not cards that like bring a smile to other people's faces <laughs> and not mine I mean if, if it brings a smile to other people's faces then you know maybe you should sell to them uh, but for me for my collection I want have nothing but cards that I really, really enjoy and I really love and appreciate. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at now. And so, uh, and by the way, I guess I'll kind of give this uh, a little plug uh, for myself here is I've actually put up, um, I don't know how many cards, 10 or 20 uh, real nice uh, graded vintage uh, baseball cards for sale. And I've got a little video up at youtube.com forward slash Tanman Baseball Fan. Should be the latest uh, video as the time of this recording. I mean, there's probably, I don't know what it would be if you listen to this several uh, days from now, but it's basically the only recording that I posted January 1st, 2020. Um, it's been, uh, it's been kind of, uh, you know, fun going through my vintage collection saying, okay, what do I really want to keep? You know, this is kind of just echoing, like I said, the last couple of weeks of what I've been talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's been good to uh, really see kind of what I enjoy and what I just don't really care about. And, you know, I ha I've sold, uh, I don't know, three, four cards already. And I remember looking at these and as they're leaving my hands going, you know, I think that was a good idea. 
I think it was a good move to sell these because it didn't hurt, you know, and they're just cards that like if they come up again for good price, maybe I'll be a buyer, but you know, I don't know, <laughs> maybe not, maybe not because I already had them and I didn't love them to death the first time. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think anything would change. Uh, but then again, I've changed a lot when it came to Conseco cards, but uh, you know, I don't know, there's just something, something personal and different about Conseco cards, I guess, especially the rare ones. But anyways, yeah, check out that video. Um, if you're interested in any, there's a, uh, uh, let's see, what do I have left? 1887 old judge Roger Connor, I believe. He was the first home run king in baseball. There's a uh, T206 Christy Mathewson. Um, and by the way, when you take a look at the video and pictures, you'll notice that all of the grades are low, but they have incredible eye appeal. So I took a lot of time uh, to research uh, getting the lowest grades possible with the uh, best eye appeal possible. So there's a T2OT, T202 triple uh, folder Ty Cobb. There's an E102 Honest Wagoner, an M116 Honest Wagoner. So uh, and a T3 Turkey Red Cobb. I mean, there's some good, good cards. But in doing this also, like, I want to stick to, in most cases, one card per player. So probably going to stick, for instance, with uh, my E90-2 Wagner. Uh, probably, probably keep a couple Ruths. But uh, anyway, so that's kind of, kind of what I'm trying to do with this anyway. So yeah, check it out, youtube.com forward slash Tanman Baseball Fan. Uh, let me know what you think if you have... Uh, any interest in any of those. Um, so surely it'll take a little while uh, to find buyers for all of them, but uh, you know, I'm not really, not really in a hurry. So, you know, feel free to check him out. And uh, I am open to trades as well. Uh, so I might possibly move some for like a uh, T206 green background, Ty Cobb, a Cracker Jack, Shilly Show Jackson, uh, E90-1 Cy Young, um, 51 Bowman Mantle. As far as vintage goes, I think that's kind of all I'm looking at. And as far as more modern cards, I'd like to get my hands on a 2001 Bowman Chrome Refractor, Albert Pujols uh, rookie autograph. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think those are the main ones I'm targeting right now. And uh, I wouldn't mind a Cracker Jack Ty Cobb either. That'd be a nice one. But anyways, as you know, like these are all some pretty, you know, heavy hitting cards. So uh, the ma the majority of them are. So, uh, you know, we'll have to figure out how to do a deal if you uh, see some stuff of mine that you like. Which, by the way, uh, I'm also getting rid of a lot of my woodcut collection, except for uh, keeping one or, or two of them. So... Uh, if you're interested in those, let me know. And I forgot about this. Last but not least, I also have, I don't think I've got a video of this, but I've got a number of PSA 9 and 10 graded rookies from like 1980 to, uh, well, there's a couple, a couple even up to the last few years, I think. 
So, but you know, we're talking, uh, you know, like a, a PSA 9 Don Mattingly, A4 Donruss, and A4 Tops, and A2 Tops, Trey Ripken, all those in PSA 9s. And so I've, I'm uh, moving those as a lot as well. So um, if you're interested, I'll be happy to shoot some pics over to you. And uh, yeah. So I'll go ahead and wrap up uh, tonight. I didn't expect to <laughs> turn this into a uh, for sale uh, podcast, but uh, I was mainly wanting to focus on uh, how crazy time goes by. But uh, I guess it uh, guess it does kind of kind of fit in somehow. So, uh, well, yeah. For you tonight, thank you guys for listening, and uh, hope you all have a uh, great evening.